Hello lovelies, and welcome to another edition of LGBT in the Ring, your rainbow bastion for all things pro wrestling. I am your host, Brian Bell, here with you once again on the Odd Sports Podcast Network, and we have a very special episode today in store for you. Um, obviously, we took last week off. We are back this week uh, with a fresh episode that is special for a number of reasons. One, our guest. We have Heather Owens, former pro wrestler, now uh, still involved in pro wrestling in the Cincinnati area, as well as now a board member with Cincinnati Pride, who is coming on the show to talk all about uh, the queer pro wrestling show that Cincinnati Pride is putting on on November 4th, Power Pride Pro Wrestling, the first of its kind in the Cincinnati area. Uh, a lot of great uh, known and, and soon-to-be-discovered uh, Midwest talent uh, out there, names like um, obviously, people that, that we know of, like Malcolm Monroe III, who we just saw uh, teaming with Uncle Chase Bar- uh, Burnett at uh, GCW Drop Dead in Detroit against Bussy. Great match. Go check that one out if you haven't yet. People like Jack Andrews of the Odie. You got Cameron Saturn on this card. Gigi Jacobs, Juicy Jimmy, Haley Shadows, Juniper Gates. A lot of great names there. And Heather... Um, staunch LGBTQ advocate that she is, is coming on the show to talk all about that event and more. Um, But it's also special because this episode marks the three-year anniversary of this show itself starting, this little podcast that keeps chugging along, (laughs) a lot, (laughs) keeps chugging along here. Um... For 175 episodes now, at this point, um, the math doesn't necessarily add up, but that's okay. There have been many weeks <laughs> where we've done multiple episodes. Those WrestleMania weeks uh, are always fun, right? But but yeah, three years of LGBT in the ring. Um, I don't even really know what to say about that. It's just it's just wild to me that I continue to get to do the show. Um, that, uh, that I'm, I still have as much fun as I do with this show. That's one of the, I think that's the main real takeaway for me personally from doing this show is that, like, I continue, um, to find ways to, to like, not let a show like this fall into a rut or fall into a pattern that, that makes it, um, feel less fun than the very first episode where I sat down with my my spouse now, my partner at the time, uh, to talk about an intro to queer pro wrestling (laughs) in a way. Um, There's still a whole lot of joy from me and a whole lot of appreciation to every single guest that we've had on the show. Um, I'm not usually a fan of, like, best of clip episodes and that sort of thing so that you're not that's why you're not getting one of those here for for a birthday or anniversary or however you want to describe it I don't know um but I guess in lieu of that let me just say that um to all of you that are still listening to to this show three years in um heading into our fourth uh I cannot thank you enough as well for continuing to stick with this show and to um, listen to for continuing to listen to the show and for all the appreciation that you've shown me 
that you've shown Outsports, that you've shown all of our guests on this show, the support that you've shown to all of those people as well. Um, it, it really is what keeps me going um, a lot of the time. It really helps tune out the voice in my head um, that likes to speak very, very negatively to me. Um, but yeah, just I want everyone that listens to know that that does not go um, unnoticed at all on this end. I mean, so many facets of my own life have been kind of played out on this show itself. You know, I've talked about very, very personal things in my past. Um, my my spouse proposed to me <laughs> on an episode of this show. Um, I feel like I've, I've been able to not only provide a platform for people within our community to continue to lift their own voices up and lift the greater community up through that and, and you know, and highlight these people and turn turn these people on to, to new fans and uh, to audiences that haven't seen them before and to continue to see this whole movement grow in a way. But at the same time, I myself have grown through the process of this, you know, both um, personally and just in general life as well. And I cannot thank all of you enough, anyone that has ever been on this show, anyone that's ever listened to the show, anybody that's ever tweeted about this show, or like told a friend about the show, um, thank you so, so very much. Um, I have my coffee cup here as I'm recording this intro at one in the morning because that's just me, but um, I'll, I'll raise that in lieu of anything else that I have as a toast to all of you and a toast to a fourth year of LGBT in the ring. And let's kick off that fourth year with a grand interview with one Heather Owens. What's up, guys, gals, and non-binary pals? Welcome back to LGBT in the Ring. And I am very, very pleased to have as my guest this week someone who has retired herself from pro wrestling but has not retired from the pro wrestling business as evidenced by uh, what is coming up on November 4th as part of Cincinnati Pride. We have Pride Power or Power Pride Pro Wrestling, rather, uh, Cincinnati's first queer pro wrestling event celebrating queer identities as part of Cincinnati Pride. Please welcome Heather Owens to the show. How are you doing? Hello. I'm doing very well. How are you? Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, I'm excited to have you on. Like we were talking a little bit before we hit record here, but like as soon as this event came like to to my eye, like I was okay, I'm latching onto this for for a minute because it's obviously it's always an awesome thing to see the the LGBTQ pro wrestling movement spreading to new cities that haven't seen these events happen within them or new regions that are starting to showcase the the out talent that they do have as well but a major addition for this one is that it is actually associated with a pride organization for a major metropolitan city in this country with Cincinnati Pride um I know that you are uh, part of the board there 
as well. And that's awesome to see. But uh, yeah, th this event is going to be awesome. Uh, I believe you coined it a drag and wrestling extravaganza on the flyers that have been going around. Um, before we get to the event itself and like how everything mm -hmm. came together, I just want to get your personal feelings on on putting this together for yourself because, like, you know, you you are an ally to the community, obviously, uh, very staunch. Um, what was your thought process whenever you decided I want to bring the queer wrestling movement to to Cincinnati? So, so the first thing with this show is. Um, I've been retired for the last three and a half years. So I still wanted to, you know, I'd like to be around the wrestling business and still be involved in things like that. And for years I would, you know, be in the Cincinnati pride parade and things like that. And, you know, go to the other little, you know, events, but when you think pride, usually it's, it's June based. Yeah. So what Cincinnati pride wanted to really focus on, especially this year, um, is that pride is 365 days a year you know you can't turn off the gay as they say so you, wanna... <laughs> you, you definitely cannot <laughs> <laughs> so you want to celebrate it year round you know not just june so um their biggest focus was this entire year to have other events throughout the entire year so with me the the role they actually this is the first year for it and it's the co-chair for uh pride athletics so anything athletic related um i helped with the cincinnati reds pride nights um softball leagues and things like that but i'm the wrestling specialist so they were like heather we want you to put on an all queer wrestling show and i'm like all right so it's it's gonna be a little complicated because really I mean, there are, there's a lot of queer wrestlers, but there's a lot that aren't out. I mean, there's a lot that are out to the, you know, the boys in the locker room, but not so much to, to the rest of the world. Um, so this was just that, this moment of finding, you know, I was trying to find somebody from the entire rainbow, you know, gay, lesbian, trans, and, and I just wanted to incorporate that all into a show and not just have wrestling, but have drag as well, so that you merge two communities. So, I mean, the people that are gonna come to the show may have never been to a wrestling show, or the wrestling fans have never been to a drag show. So it's incorporating those two entertainments and, and making it one and kind of hopefully opening people's eyes to, to a whole nother world out there. No, 100%. I mean, we've yeah. seen that, especially that mixture of drag and pro wrestling, we've seen that really start to bubble to the surface in recent years, you know, with, you know, companies like Uncanny Attractions and Pro Wrestling Vibe, and even like the FE's Big Gay Brunch events, also featuring drag for audiences that probably have never been to a drag show you know i remember watching the first big gay brunch in uh Indi in indianapolis in that <laughs> that concrete room and seeing the, the reaction to the drag performance just like blowing people away because it, it was something they had never seen before exactly and i mean the thing is they really truly are so much alike you know you have to prepare mentally and and physically to go out there and and perform for the reaction of the crowd so i i really that's my biggest thing is just merging the two and just having those few people that are like 
wow, I think I'm going to go to more wrestling shows or I'm going to go to more, you know, drag shows. No, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it's really interesting to hear that the idea, like, obviously you come from wrestling. You, you, yes. you've, you've dedicated like more than a decade of your, of your life to this. Yeah. Um, and I know you're still running that like, you still like run shows with squared circle expo as mm -hmm. well. You know, like, so you have a, you have a track record here, but it seems like the idea came from Cincinnati pride itself. Yes. And I'm very curious, like, what do you know? any anything that that led them to wanting to ask you about this like had they seen the the explosion that we've seen in the last five or so years or I, honestly i don't think so i think the biggest thing so the one one of the the reasons or the how i got affiliated with the cincinnati pride is you know during covid kind of everybody sat back and had that realization moment like what do i want to do with my life you know how what why am I here so I had that that realization I'm just like I really want to do you know anything with equality whether it's with the LGBTQ community with Black Lives Matter I was like you know what can this this white girl what can she do so um Cincinnati Pride was actually higher or they put a flyer out on Facebook that they were uh had open um uh like a new role on their board and for the athletics. So I interviewed for it. And I mean, the first thing I want to tell anybody is, you know, I'm Rick, I'm a retired pro wrestler. So that's where I know, I know the theatrics of it. I know the physical part of it, entertainment, everything. So I think really they had just never heard or been around a wrestler before. So they were intrigued by that. So then once I got in and helped with other shows and things like that, um, actually a local show around here they had an all-girls show and I actually got Cincinnati Pride to be a sponsor and um two of the the board members came and they watched and they had never been to a wrestling show their entire life mm. and they watched it they're like oh my god this is this is insane and it was just the girls so I was like after that that moment I think really sparked their mind like they saw an all-girls show and they're like well, we want you to do an all-queer show so I'm like all right. So I'm, I'm going to try and honest, like it is, it's hard because if somebody, you know, gets injured or somebody just can't do the show anymore, you have to scramble around and try to find another queer wrestler in, in another wrestling show. You can just call up, you know, George from down the street. And you're like, Hey, straight George be on my show. So it's, it was a little harder to, to find the demographics, but I think I did a hell of a job doing that. And these are people that half of the roster I've known for years. And then the other half are people that I've gotten names from, you know, my, my friends. So they're like, you got to check out this person. You got to get them around. So, I mean, I have wrestlers from Michigan, Indiana, Kentucky, and Ohio, all, all on the show. Mm -hmm. And also the big thing is our host, our ring announcer is going to be Brooklyn Steel Tate which is a huge inspiration drag queen from the Cincinnati area. So also on the Cincinnati board, but I personally went to her and I was like, I want you to be my ring announcer. Like she's such an amazing host. Mind you, never done a wrestling show before. So there's these little things that I'm like, I'll take care of you. I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get your index cards ready. You are gonna be a pro at this. So it's even having queens that have been doing this for, you know, 10 20 years being in a wrestling show it's it's still it's 
it's out of their comfort zone. But I think mm-hmm. having both of it together, it's just going to be, it's going to be an amazing like mix of everything. No, of course. And and I think that going with, with someone like, like Brooklyn is a, is a great avenue as well, obviously for the, the message of the show and, and what the, you want the show to encompass, but also because like, not only have we seen like drag and wrestling really meld well together, but we've mm-hmm. seen drag pers- specifically drag personas become so such major pieces of pro wrestling presentations mm-hmm. as well in recent years. Like uh, the obvious num- first place you go is Pollo Del Mar, who has just established herself so much with NWA and right. with um and with GCW now, like and that also translates over to like people like Washington Heights who, you know, her relationship with pro, with pro wrestling vibe, you know, it's, it's really interesting to see the, that not only is the performance to use a phrase getting over, but the people there behind it as well. And, and to see them like click and understand like where dragon pro wrestling meet as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It just feels like, you're presenting them with a, a you're presenting Brooklyn specifically with a new um like educational moment in a way <laughs> yeah. yeah and who knows maybe you know maybe she'll just like love this so much and she'd be like this I'm gonna do where are the other wrestling shows you know so <laughs> y- you just never know you gotta no, open, 100%. open doors <laughs> no I mean there's no shortage of wrestling in Ohio so <laughs> oh. oh I know <laughs> oh I know you Definitely- know Definitely in the Midwest, all yes. the way around here. Yeah, hundred percent. And that goes back to actually you talking about the different states that you have people coming from, because that, I think that also speaks to a lot of the power of this show. Is that like, you know, this isn't just like Cincinnati. Uh, that's uh, that, what is it like, Cincinnati. Kentucky, whatever the I can't remember what the mashup phrase is between that oh. because because of the, the the close proximity there, but like right. you know the the Ohio Kentucky area, like you have people yeah. coming from as far as Michigan with like people like uh, Malcolm Monroe the third, um all the way down to like local favorites like the queer really Gigi Jacobs who I am so happy <laughs> is on this show because just outrageous <laughs> personality. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yes, and that's I like. You know, I really wanted to focus on, you know, I didn't really go after the big names because I mean, they're, they're fine. Um, But with this being the first show too, I really wanted to focus on as much local talent as, as I could. Um, But, you know, like somebody like MM3, like I've known him for the years, Michigan, but you know, when I contacted him, he's like, he's like, Absolutely. Like, I would love to come down. I was like, okay, awesome. Like, put you on my list. And of course, Gigi was like jumping at the screen, like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah, you're like right here. Like, you better promote. (laughs) That's your job. Like, (laughs) and that's another thing with, with, you know, the local people, you have Cincinnati Pride, you know, promoting, awesome. And then you have the local people promoting, awesome. Then you have me promoting. So, you know, just trying to get those, those asses in seats, especially for the first show, like, there's so much involved in running your very first, you know, show. Like I've, I'm affiliated with, you know, uh, Squared Circle Expo. Um, It's me, my husband and two other people, you know, we run, we do all of it. And, you know, that's once a year, you know, process. This show just on my shoulders, um, maybe two months. 
So from start to finish, just trying to get sponsorships and, you know, I've already had to replace three different wrestlers because something came up or they got injured. And just like, I was like, as a wrestler, I just like to show up, get, do my thing, get paid and go home. Like, this is, this is so much. So I'm kind of like, the good thing about the show is that it's at a brewery. So I may have a beer or two in the corner, just like no fires, no drama. That's another thing. No drama at this show. That's one reason I left wrestling is there's too much bullshit. So none of that, none of that at this show. Now, luckily from, from what I understand and, and from experiences, like queer locker rooms are the best for a no drama environment. So <laughs> I think you're in the thumbs up area there. So <laughs> no, but it is interesting to kind of like hear that you're like taking this completely on your shoulders in a way. And of course, having the, the background that you have, like you do have some lived experience that can feed into the the mindset of being, you know, booker promoter right. on your own, that sort of thing. What's been the biggest challenge for you? Do you feel in putting the show together? So I think the biggest thing is since I am working with Cincinnati pride, you know, ahead of time, I still had to get their um, approval. They're okay. You know, get their input on what, what they want exactly. And, you know, um, a budget, you know, when you're, when you're using somebody else's money, it's a whole nother, you know, game changers. So my job, like me personally, I was like, I want to raise as much money as I can get as much sponsorship as I can. So then that doesn't need to fall on anybody's shoulder. Like the money here, it goes to the wrestlers, it goes to the performers and everything else goes back into Cincinnati pride so that they can have additional events that they can, you know, do all these different, you know, um, things in the community. So that was my focus is making, you know, you always want to make money, but I want to make money to put back into the community. No, exactly. And, and I think that's a, obviously a, an outstanding goal to have, especially for a show like this, that is associated with Cincinnati pride. You always want to be able to fund going forward these things, especially if it's a hit. With exactly and that's what everybody said they're like are you gonna do more than one i was like let me do this one show let's see i don't know if it's gonna be a yearly thing a quarterly thing or maybe this is a one or done i think fingers crossed i think it's going to be a really good show a good turnout we actually just sold out front row as of today nice so that's you know that's pretty good because what i found out didn't know it was a thing but um i was told that uh gay people are very fomo the fear of missing out so um but they're also afraid of commitment so most likely they're going to show up but it's going to be the last minute so i'm like that is okay with me as long as they come and have a good time whatever i can i can definitely understand that that stereotype i definitely okay. did, didn't see like the long ass <laughs> line at butch versus gore back in 2020 whenever i arrived there people that were showing up like because they heard about an event last minute no totally fine yeah (laughs) but let's let's get into the show itself a little bit because there are like brought up a couple of names already but there are definitely some names here that i'm excited to see either because you know they don't have 
as large of a of a reach as some of the the more known mm-hmm. talents or also because like this is their first chance being able to to work a pride themed event like this um and of course you know we brought up Gigi and and Malcolm as well but another one that really stands out to me when it comes to an event like this is Jack Andrews um and of course he's uh going at it alone this time you have chris copeland his tag team partner going up against mm-hmm. cameron saturn another favorite um but jack um i had it right in front of me here let me fight it again real quick jack and malcolm that that match by itself just screams chaos <laughs> in a way <laughs> yeah. and so another thing about like putting on the wrestling show from start to finish I get, I'm the one, I'm the mad genius behind all of this. So I'm like, who would I want to go against each other? So, and that was, I mean, you know, knowing MM3, I'm like, okay, like, I want that to be my main event, regardless. I was like, I think that they, both of them can offer so much. Um, And I've actually, I've never met Jack Andrews before. That was actually a name that was given to me um, uh, from my friend, Jerry. So I'm yeah I'm like really really excited to like check out a lot of these people because also I've been retired since February 2019 so there are a lot of these people that you know I may have not crossed paths with in in the in the past I know he's out of Columbus but other than that I mean so I'm he has a great look he caught a promo and so I'm I I'm excited for I'm excited for all the matches like so I'll be in the corner with my beers, watching the show, make sure there's no fires, and so multitasking all night. Yes, a hundred percent. No, I, 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 I really like the the pairing as well. I think that you put together a really awesome card. Um, another match that really stands out to me is Haley Shadows and uh, Judah Brigades. Yes, um, two names that you know I feel like are pretty well known in that area like the, mm-hmm. the indiana ohio area but haven't gotten to get that stage as well um i don't know like it's, it's so hard to talk about because each match kind of excites me in similar and different ways so i don't know if it's if to go through every every match like that per se would be the best route to go here but i don't know it's just it's just interesting to see like you talk about the diversity of presentations as well because you know although LGBTQ is like that all-encompassing term for the community. There's so many different subsects and so many different expressions of queerness within that community as well. Yeah. So I'm glad that the thought process was there because I feel like some people, um, whatever they think about putting together one of these shows, it's very much like, oh, well, I have to do a gay show. And it's just like- yeah. And that's, you know, I mean, obviously in the wrestling business, it does seem a lot easier to get your, your gay or your bi wrestlers. But my focus is I wanted to get, you know, all the colors of the rainbow as much as I could. Now, mind you, um, actually I take that back. I do have quite, quite a lot of the rainbow. Okay. So I have gay, bi, lesbian, trans, pan, and also the DJ the ring person is going is uh non-binary so there you go like there you go yeah <laughs> no i and then I you know you got so allies and stuff so of course always you, you always oh, yeah. need support there but yeah. no like i i feel like 
in terms of like looking at, at Haley and Juniper, though, mm-hmm. two names that really deserve a, a spot like this. You know, I Juniper, I seeing what she has done in Flop House alone has just been so much fun. I'm glad that she's getting this stage as well. It's just, I don't know, it's it's exciting to see. Um, I do want to talk specifically to you about Juicy Jimmy, but before we get there, was was there anyone whenever you were putting this card together outside of you already mm-hmm. talked about Malcolm a bit? But was there anyone that whenever this idea was presented to you, like immediately clicked in your brain that you knew had to be on this or that you were excited to learn more about that stood out to you? So, so obviously, so I had my list and Haley Shadows was obviously on the top because I've known her for years. Um, I mean, hell, we were bridesmaids last year uh, together. At Shauna Reed's wedding. Um, let's see. So I've known her for a long time. So just, you know, somebody like that and then wanting to put them in the spotlight. Plus, she's such a good heel. And I'm like, I want I want you on my show and I want you to just be a bitch. Like I want you to just <laughs> exuberate like all your your talent and your craziness. Um, I mean, we've have we tagged? I know we've been in just normal matches, we've had triple threats. Um so just having her, oh, and Juniper Gates for the fact that they've never wrestled before. So that was another thing I'm trying to find, you know, who hasn't wrestled each other, because that can also open other doors for them in the future. Cause they're like, Hey, why well, work at this promotion? You should come up. So, you know, I'm trying to look out for them too, just because I know how hard it was for me on the Indies. So once you start, you know, making those connections, hopefully they can get a, a lot more out of this as well. All right, Yens, thank you so much for tuning in to LGBT in the Ring. Uh, we'll get right back into the thick of things, but I do want to take a pause real quick and say thank you to some amazing people that make this show as rad as it is. Starting off with Daniel Quasar, the Progress Pride Black designed by Daniel Quasar is a product of Progress Initiative. You can find out more at quasar.digital. A big thank you to Sarah in the Safe Word for the show's theme song, Formula 666, off the album Red Hot and Holy. You can find them on Twitter at STSW Band, and you can check out their music on both Spotify and Bandcamp at sarahinthesafeword.bandcamp.com. Um, check out independentwrestling.tv for the best in current and classic independent pro wrestling, including live events from top independent promotions worldwide. Uh, you can use our promo code LGBTRingPod or visit tinyurl.com slash IWTVLGBT and peruse their entire library uh, over there at independentwrestling.tv. Once again, promo code LGBTRingPod or go to tinyurl.com slash IWTVLGBT check out that service Uh, you can follow the show on twitter at lgbt ring pod you can follow me on twitter at wonderboy otm and if you're into video games definitely check out my video game news show the mr video game super show i co-host that with uh, twitch streamers slacker kite and lady marowin every monday at 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific over on twitch.tv slash dead sun entertainment uh, it's your weekly roundup of gaming news, uh, and it's always a blast. So once again, check that out every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, over at twitch.tv slash deadsunentertainment. Sun like the star. We'll be right back with more LGBT in the ring. How much of that experience as a wrestler specifically kind of informed that thought process like you described with Juniper there, like wanting to give people opportunities and and that sort of thing? Well, I mean, 
I don't, I, I don't really know. Just, I mean, from the wrestler mindset, when putting a show together, I always, even, you know, when I still wrestled in the ring, I'm like, what do the fans want to see? What, if I was sitting in front row, what would I want to see? You know, who do I want to see against each other? Um, you know, I don't need to see all these big flippy moves. I want a story. Um, so that's another thing when trying to put things together. I'm like, who would work best with each other and who could tell the best story? Not who's going to go out there and do 84 flips. That's not the type of show that I'm trying to promote. So, yeah. No, I mean, it makes sense. I feel like yeah. there's obviously like different styles catered to different audiences and, mm -hmm. and being able to to include all of that together works really well. Yeah. And I think that kind of goes into the whole like with the GG, the GG Juicy Jimmy match. Um, yes. <laughs> I mean, like GG is just, just, you just, you picture him in your mind and you automatically, you just, you smile like, cause it's so, like, he's so ridiculous, but that's him. That's him on a daily basis. It's amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was I just mean... trying to tease people. And I was like, I think him and Juicy Jimmy could have a, just a fun, ridiculous match. Yes. So, Yeah. I'm definitely with you there. I also really like the dynamic there because you have Gigi, like the the local Cincinnati uh, person there mm -hmm. who has been holding it down there. And then Juicy Jimmy feels like the, the elder statesman of the queer community when it comes to Midwest pro wrestling, honestly. You know, he's 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 been around for a, a, a long time now. He's still mm -hmm. going strong and he's very old school. <laughs> <laughs> but is still not afraid to just show up and just like just go all out whether it be intensity in the ring or just wackiness whenever he wants to and i really i really like the dynamic between those two characters and what is going to happen in the ring there um what does it mean to you to have somebody with the legacy that juicy jimmy has in the region on on this show in particular Oh, I mean, I, I think it's it's huge because when you have somebody with so much knowledge and experience that they can bring to the show, that they can also bring to the locker room, to the other individuals, especially with it being an LGBTQ show, you know, maybe things that he's learned throughout, you know, his, his decade plus in the business that, you know, these young kids don't really know about yet. So even, you know, not just being... A, a queer wrestling locker room but even when I was still in the business you know when you would be in a locker room with somebody like Tracy Smothers you definitely wanted to listen and you know and and absorb all of that so I mean I think it's the same thing is there's just so much knowledge there so as long as these 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 I keep saying young kids but you know everybody's young to me for the most part so I even think Juicy Jimmy's younger than me so <laughs> I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. So, you know, all these young kids, they have something to learn. So if they just open up their minds to it, they can definitely have a lot more uh, in this business. Oh, and I think that's an important influence to have as well, because as much as pro wrestling has changed, um, not just in terms of like queer acceptance, but also just in terms of like pro wrestling, like every, you know, media form or art form or sport, even evolves and mm -hmm. you know and you have to keep up with that evolution and 
but at the same time there's there's foundations that that need to be understood too and it's just a the mix of talent that you have on this show really speaks to that um last one i want to talk to you about match wise here because mm -hmm. as much as i pay attention to pro wrestling and no names and and have this like breadth of knowledge there are two people on this show that i have never seen before and i am very curious to, okay. to see them um and that would be nick lebeau and isaac phineas abney ipa talk to me so a bit about about these two cats please okay so nick i actually when i got into the business um 2005 that's first time i met him so um i've just known him for years he kind of disappeared from the scene for a while just like you know it, it happens in the wrestling world you know real life kicks in and kind of have to stop away he stepped away for a while and I actually connected with him a few months ago I was at a I was at a show for a friend in the locker room and he was just there like oh my god I haven't seen you blah 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 um so I reconnected with him I'm like hey I'm having this show and he's like I, I would love to be a part of your show I want to I want to do this I'm just so it's kind of that you know he has that that re-spark for wrestling again so i definitely i want to incorporate him into my show plus he's a friend he's an old school good guy friend um and then ipa isaac abner wait a minute isaac phineas abner or <laughs> ipa so i actually once again i mean he's a local guy um there's a couple local promotions around here that um you know friends run so occasionally and be like ah there's nothing going on saturday we're gonna you know go hang out in the locker room so go up there and i mean i've honest i've only met him a few times um a little funny story is i used to work at a bank and i guess well i also used to work for a company called hwa way back in the day and mm -hmm. he was uh, a fan he used to come to shows watch the shows um and then found out I worked at the bank and you know just said hey you know you're great watched you on on you know HWA and things like that it makes me feel super old but um fast forward years and years and then he's at you know he's wrestling at this show and he was like yeah I don't know if you remember me but you know I used to I was this guy watched you here and you know uh told you how awesome you were at the bank and I'm like oh my god that's you so it's just like <laughs> Especially, you know, like in the Cincinnati area, it's like on the west side. Everybody is intertwined. You don't have enemies because everybody's intertwined. You're going to, it's going to come up from your past. So, um, but yeah, I mean, he's been working around lately and I was just like, you know, I think that would be a, you know, just a good little, little, little matchup. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I I dig it. I I always enjoy learning about new about new uh, wrestlers. So I'm yeah. definitely up for for digging into a catalog here and and seeing what these two can can bring to this. It, it's like I said, the card yeah. all around is just looks yeah. really fun. And that was the biggest thing too. It's like I really wanted to. I I wanted my friends. You know, the friends that I've worked with for years, um, maybe not even years, but that, you know, in passing, it's like, I, I want to give them opportunity. I know they're, they're not bullshit people. So I was like, I really want them on my show. Um, and then, you know, when you have those other individuals, I'm like, you know, I need, I need more people. 
they're like, here's a rundown. Here's my list. I'm like, all right. And then so I'm going on Facebook. So I'm like, oh, I, th I think that would be good. And then you're doing more research. So um, yeah, I think I, I got a really good collection mm -hmm. of, of people, even, even the refs, um, you know, Charlene has been around for forever. You know, she's amazing out of Louisville. Um, I've known her for years. Uh, she reps for S, you know, for our show for SEX when we have it on. Um, I've never met Tim before, but I got his name from Super Oprah, mm. who actually Super Oprah. I've had so many matches with Super Oprah. I love Super <laughs> Oprah. Originally, Super Oprah was supposed to be a part of the show, obviously. Yes. But you know, real life things happened and couldn't be on the show anymore. So, you know, hopefully if we have another one, definitely top priority is uh, have have uh, Super Oprah on the show. <laughs> so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But then the one person that I do have that is a referee that's on the show, um, she she's strictly an ally. Mm -hmm. But um, AJ Sparks, she used to be a wrestler back in the day for HWA. And um, her... Her, it's not her stepson but her stepchild kind of mm -hmm. um just i believe he's like 14 13 just came out um as as gay so mm. i mean and her brother brother is gay and so she's always just like heather i want to do something for your show i don't care what it is <laughs> so you know i really wanted to be a, her to be a part because she has so much that you know her being up there in the ring you know, her, you know, the, the young boy can look up to her and be like, oh yeah, it's okay. You know? So I, I really, I just wanted everybody to like, just be a community. So I, I, I think just, I know, cause some people are like, well, then it's not all queer. I'm like, it's, if you're going to have a problem with that, then you should probably not be here. <laughs> so, I mean, come on, come on. No, I completely understand. That's a really awesome, like, like connection too, like because to, the one thing about these events and really pro wrestling as a whole is about mm -hmm. that connectivity. It's about oh like, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. So like it's awesome to see that 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 even down to the referees, you have like these connections that kind of spider leg out from all of this and and bring everybody kind of closer together in that way. Yeah, I mean, and that's that was my focus as I was like, I just want you know everybody to like just just be a community you know there's so much just hate and bullshit out there and I was like I just I can't this is going to be you know so much just positivity it's going to be spewing fucking rainbows everywhere <laughs> I'm fucking here for that all day um, <laughs> um real quick though you, I, I'm glad that you brought up HWA because I feel like um wrestling specific to Cincinnati in terms of like the the purview of it outside of the region hwa is like the last like major like name that a lot of people have in their tongues when it comes to cincinnati pro wrestling obviously pro wrestling is still there there are still companies yes. running in cincinnati but um it feels like a region that doesn't get the spotlight shined on it as as often as it maybe should when putting this show together is there was there any like motivation of like, well, you know, 
not only do we want to put the queer community on the map, but we want to put the eyes on Cincinnati again as a as a pro wrestling area that needs to be paid attention to. Especially when you have like other areas of Ohio getting as much presence, like you know whether it be AIW in Cleveland or OWA in Columbus. You know, like what where does that sit in terms of motivation for you? Oh yeah, definitely. Because I mean, when because back in the day, you know, in the in the 2000s, you know, you, you, or in the early or the late night, you know, 1990s, you know, you had your HWA, you had your NWS, you had, you know, even, you know, at that time, OVW was still like huge. So you still had this Midwest area of just this domination of developmental, you know, companies. So when HWA became no more, um, that was a that was a big hit to to the Cincinnati wrestling you know area because so many amazing people came out of HWA, um, you know John Moxley and um, just I mean not just John Moxley but it's like so many people uh, Pepper, I always call him Pepper Parks but um uh, but the Butcher or the Blade whichever one he is yes <laughs> yes you know Nigel McGuinness and just all this amazing talent and then it just kind of you know, went away. So bringing eyes back on this Cincinnati, I think, I think is huge. Um, you know, just to see that there are, you know, a few wrestling companies around here now, you know, some are better than others, obviously just like any other, you know, whether it's Indiana, Kentucky, it's the Midwest, you can throw a rock and hit a wrestling, you know, company. That's just how it's always been. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, with HWA, uh, heading out, it it is time to kind of bring the focus back on. And if I can bring good wrestling, you know, and for people to walk away, be like, oh my God, that's an amazing show. Like I want to come back or I want to follow this person now because, you know, I saw them wrestle and they're just amazing. So, I mean, yeah, it definitely has something to, to you know, bring to the table is hopefully, you know, Cincinnati can get more of a, a you know, back in the spotlight, I guess. No, a hundred percent. Like that, I really hope that this does put a lot more eyes back on Cincinnati, whether it be locally or regionally or outside of that as well. Like mm-hmm. I just, I, I think that the more vibrant pro wrestling areas that we have, the more pro wrestling can continue to grow and sustain itself, and and that would be really awesome to see. Yeah, so definitely. I'm in your corner when when it comes to that. I want to see yeah, Cincinnati come back. <laughs> everybody i want everybody in my corner (laughs) well heather this has been a blast to sit down and chat with you about the about this event of course again power pride pro wrestling november 4th um there in cincinnati um last question for you like obviously the live event is going to be great for the people that are there is there are there any plans to um upload the event or record the event in any way like are we doing any video stuff so as of right now the only thing that we are doing is um there's gonna be a photographer there um with it being the first show um i would love i think all wrestling shows should be recorded just because you just never know um but as of right now we we don't have you know anybody recording it now mind you something might change in in a week and a half and somebody might step up and be like "Ah, i want to record it so if we could just get a you know a hard cam type situation that'd be great um but it's still up in the air so if if something happens hopefully we can we can at least 
stream it out there for you guys. Awesome. If you got video equipment in the Cincinnati area, hit up <laughs> right. Heather Owens, please. I want to yes. see this show and I'm not going to be yes. able to get to Cincinnati. So <laughs> yes. that's what I'm saying. But the local people should just totally come. Oh, so. yes, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Grab tickets. Second row still available. General admission still available. It's yep. awesome to see. Um, Heather, thank you so much for taking yeah. the time to come on and chat. Let everybody know where they can find you online, where they can learn more and, and grab tickets for the show. Yeah, so tickets are still available and just go to CincinnatiPride.org. Um, you just go there, right on the front page, click in there. There's a few second row left. General admission still there. $15 for second row, $10 general admission great prices. Uh, there's actually going to be an after party as well at a uh, local uh, queer owned bar down the street, of course. Um, it is going to be November 4th at Humble Monk Brewery. So, you know, beers and wrestling and drag. So um, you can find me on pretty much all the social medias, Heather Owens or H2 Owens. And then also Squared Circle Expo. Um, we are the uh, Easter weekend is that Friday and Saturday. We just announced some amazing names. I saw Kurt Angle, MJF. Um, oh my God, who else? Uh, I, guess I'll I guess I'll Tatanka. Tatanka, in there as well. yeah, yes, yeah. And uh, you know, we're slowly getting them out there. But if you, I know you're out in California because I see sunlight, which is sad because <laughs> I'm looking at my window and. It's, so dark it's so it's dark very, it's very rainy sunlight i'll give you that <laughs> that's okay i'm sure it's still warm so i'll take it but yeah so you can check out squared circle expo on facebook or squared circle x.com get tickets uh it's in indianapolis it's easter weekend friday saturday everything's right there meet your wrestlers go to the seminar buy some stuff from vendors drink a bunch of beer, eat some food, go to the after party in the hotel, uh, karaoke, uh, shenanigans, two days of shenanigans. And then Easter, you can go home and like eat more food with your family. Sounds like a weekend. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I had to thank you again. This is a blast. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. My thanks to Heather once again for taking the time to come on the show and talk all about Power Pride Pro Wrestling. Great, outstanding event that if you're in the Cincinnati area, you should definitely go check out on November 4th. Like Heather said, tickets are still available, second row in general admission over at uh, CincinnatiPride.org. Definitely go check that out. I am crossing fingers and toes and anything else that I can to get the, a video of this show because if not just for that main event, with MM3 and Jack Andrews, um, but also GG Jacobs and GC Jimmy. Just, I don't even know what those two, like, powder kegs of uh, ridiculousness will combust into on this show itself. But I digress. I'm excited for it. I hope we get to see, if it, see the show um, recorded in some way. But yeah, um, that puts a bow on year three. But I guess it also kickstarts year four because we're not stopping at all. We're 175 right now. Uh, here's to 175 more, I guess. We'll see. I <laughs> no, I I say that just to hedge my own bets because that's just how my brain works. But trust me, uh, with all of your support and uh, helping to 
keep my confidence maintained um, and helping me learn to maintain my own confidence. And that way, this show still has a long road ahead of it, a long life ahead of it. Um, and I am ready to walk that path with all of you that have been tuning in for the past three years. So here's to year four, year five, however many years we want to put numbers on that this show will continue to run. As long as the queer community continues to use their voice and carve out their own spaces and influence and infiltrate the other spaces in pro wrestling, the spaces that traditionally might not have been too kind to our community. That's how long we're going to stick around here, honestly. If I have my way, that's how long we're sticking around here. Uh, whole lot of energy in the tank. <laughs> but uh, for this week, though, we are going to end it here. <laughs> Come back next week. We'll have another great episode. Y'all have a happy Halloween. Um, and also, don't forget, Monday, Halloween night, we are releasing, uh, well, I guess Halloween day, rather, because we're going to release it during the day, but we are going to uh, open up the 2022 QWI Awards nominations, so make sure that you go uh, to our Twitter account at, at LGBT RingPod, our Instagram at LGBT RingPod, and uh, keep your eyes open for the link to the nomination form. Nominate all of your favorites in all the categories. Some of them have been reworked. There's been some additions. There's been some some works workarounds, I think, uh, a little bit to, to, to address some of the critiques from last year, but all in all, an outstanding slew of awards that need nominees, and that's where all of you come in. This is an entirely fan-voted thing. So everyone go in, put down your nominations and categories, and then mid-November or so, we will have our no count up the votes there, and we will have our final nominees, and we'll have a final ballot out for all of y'all to vote on heading into December, right around QWI 200 season. Because we're in the thick of it, y'all. We are just over a month away. I don't have a definitive date yet on the release of the QWI 200 for 2022, but it is imminent. Trust me. That announcement should be coming in the next week to two weeks, but either way, a whole lot of stuff on the plate coming up, and I am very, very excited for all of you to use your voice and let us know here at the show what your favorites of 2022 were in the world of queer professional wrestling. Um, so keep your eye out on the 31st for that. Other than that, y'all have a great holiday. Come back next Thursday. We'll have another great episode. We've got some guests that I am very excited about coming up on the show. Uh, yeah, but until then, y'all stay messy. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Get vaccinated and boosted, if at all possible. Same goes for monkeypox as well. And happy birthday, Heidi Howitzer. And happy birthday, Theo Ivory. Bye. Everybody's ready to die. Everybody's ready to die. They didn't see it coming from the top of the bridge. You made a deal with.